Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. edition of the Mum and Mama podcast, brought to you as always by Golding Accountancy. How are you? I am good. I'm currently waiting for a phone call from the hospital about my endometriosis surgery and I'm going to do a series of podcasts with some women um, who have had experiences of psychological issues and about the treatment that they've received. Um, because I think it's a real big problem in women's health that we just don't get listened to and we're dismissed. And we also feel like it's just period pain, we've got to put up with it because that's how it is. Um, and a lot of the time it isn't just period pain, it's actually issues. But anyway, we'll go into that later. This week I was joined by the lovely Cat King. I met Cat. God, I think Lola started doing yoga with her when she was three. Um, she's now 10. So Kat does yoga. She did kids yoga and that's how I met her. Um, and I wanted to get her on because she's really into women's health. And she used to work in the music industry. She's had a bit of a journey to get to her yoga-ing. Um, and she's just really lovely. So I really wanted to get her on for a chat and it was wonderful. I learnt a lot. And also, about halfway through it, she... We were talking about um, chakras and uh, she does like a lovely little meditation for, it's only a quick five minute thing. So if you are listening to this, then it'd be nice if you joined in with that about halfway through. If you're driving though, maybe don't. <laughs> but yeah, I hope you enjoy it and I'll see you in a bit. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Work. Don't ask me anything technical. <laughs> I haven't got that kind of brain. Oh, really? Yeah. At all? Yeah, not really. I, I do little bits and pieces as much as I need to do, but I'm not like yeah. computer savvy. And I think I lose it as well because I'm not in that mindset anymore. Like I used to yeah. work in office when I was in the music industry. I used to do stuff on a computer yeah, all the yeah. time. And then now. Oh. No computers. Yeah. yeah. But I am now because of teacher training. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm God, having yeah. to use my computer. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, back doing it on stuff. Yeah. Which annoys my husband because he obviously is graphic designer and he's doing all his stuff. And he's like, just, just, he, when I said I'm going to do my teacher training, he was like, well, don't just write everything down on a bit of loo roll and then expect me to <laughs> type it all out and put it in, <laughs> like have it, actually, have it actually documented in Word or something so it's legible. Well, that note, can you use notes on your phone? Oh, you, you can voice note something, you can record something, and then you can get an app that transcribes it. Yeah, Trans- apparently someone told me this, that I can just walk and yeah. talk, you know, as I'm doing, and then, then apparently you send it to someone and they type it all out for you, yeah. which sounds incredible. There's also a website where you, I can't remember what it's called because my friend told me about it, but it's like a graphic design, I mean, this is, it's probably not a good thing because it's pricing people out, but... Yeah. I think it's probably overseas okay, where you can some... basically put your say what you want done and people pitch for your work oh, okay. and you can get stuff done really cheaply. Oh, okay. At the yeah. moment, uh, yeah. I mean, but... um, what I'm doing at the minute, I've got my I've got my best friend typing things out. I'm like, well, can you just type this out for me? She's like paying her in yoga classes, <laughs> so she's doing that. And then it's quite nice. What I have found really nice since I started to decide to do this is how many people have come in and have supported me and be like, this is great. This is a really good thing because I was yes. have a bit of imposter syndrome, thinking like, who am I to yes. take the step up to do the teacher training? Um, yeah, and people have come back, and everyone's been really nice. So I really like do like the idea of swapping services. Amazing, because yeah. I think that that's such a nice thing to do. I yep. mean, I don't know what I'd offer people actually. <laughs> things well, like this, I, I suppose. I so like, yeah, things like I can do tax returns. Okay, actually, I, I do need a new house. So yeah, <laughs> there you go. I'm not a trained accountant, but I can do. There's I, something else that I thought that I could do. I want a nice. I want a bookkeeper. That's it. And yeah. it's like. Um, like, because my friend Nicole's a hairdresser, so if we're going out or if I book tickets for something, yeah, I'm not. Well, don't worry about giving me the money. You can just give me a haircut. Yeah, like, yeah, I love that idea of swapping. Yeah, I did. Uh, that was my client earlier. My my friend who owns the blow bar, but still, we do the same thing. You know, I do. I have my hair done. I've done my my hair and the girls, and then I'm exchanging for yoga. So yeah. we're doing that. So it, I think it's really nice. I think it's nice. Yeah, I think it's a good when thing We're really in well. our commune. Yeah, definitely. That's coming. That's got to come soon. Yeah, please. <laughs> I just want... Oh, I it, yeah, and then, then I, I think about that. And then, you know, things like Facebook where you have... Um, it, 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 it brings more things that you you like, doesn't it? It's sort of... Um, so everyone is in a, an agreeable world. Is that a good yes. thing, though? Do you, do you like that? I think... It's, do we need people to sort of, I don't know, bounce off or... 
is it nice to be in a commune, you know, community of, but I of think the same, even like-minded? When you've got, like you're saying, the whole, hold the same political beliefs as someone, like if you've got yeah. the same fundamental, yeah. you know... Core. Yeah, Core beliefs, value, yeah. You can still be very different people. Yeah. You know, people might not think that they need to tidy up after themselves in the kitchen or yeah. put the loo seat down. Yeah. <laughs> you can have you still met my have, husband? <laughs> you can still have rows with people. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> even though fundamentally, yeah, you're not racist or sexist or yes. homophobic. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 you know. yeah. And living, yeah, yeah. Because I think I that was my problem with the. I'm I'm a very big lefty. Mm almost extreme left I'd mm. say mm. but I was shocked by the results of the last general election when Boris Johnson got voted in as Prime Minister yeah like I still can't believe when those words come out of my mouth because I just I could not I honestly could not believe that people would rather vote for him mm. than Jeremy Corbyn and I do completely understand I know that there's a lot of I've got very dear friends who hate him and I do understand concerns with him, but I just thought, I, Boris Johnson, I just, I couldn't, it, it really upset me and it, it gutted me for a little while because mm. on Facebook, yeah, I've got rid of all my racist people that I used to see the, you know, stuff that they used to post or... Oh yeah, absolutely shocking. Different. Some of the things that people would, would post, and, and yeah. And yeah. not even aware yeah. Yeah. of how racist they're yeah. being. yeah. And that's the worst I, I've had to, I had to highlight that to a couple of people on on the things that they were sharing and and the, the and it's yeah. like that that's not that's not good that's yeah. that's not okay. Just the stuff that you just read and share, read and share, yeah. you know. And it's like yeah, but I've got rid of it all, so I live mm. in a very nice world on Facebook. Yeah, I, just, I've come off it now and again. I turn it off. I mean, also I use social media for work, Instagram, and I'd like to yes. come off it as much as I can do. Um, I am on Instagram quite a lot, but I, I can delete Facebook and still post things and it will still yes. update itself um, yes. because it is just, it gets too much sometimes. Some of the things you, you see people posting on there, it's like, oh, what? I literally <laughs> go on there to see my memories for the yeah, day yeah. because it's all the old pictures of the kids from when they were yeah. little and, and I love that. And then when I come to see you today, obviously we've known each other a really long time and haven't seen the girls for a long time and I can, and I feel like I can keep up to date with them because yes. I see them on, it, yeah. on Instagram or, or Facebook so or whatever. Nice That's that, nice in that. Yeah. But I don't I don't use Facebook really for anyone that, or asking for things. I have a lot of problems in my life have been solved through Facebook so as yeah. much as I've had problems with it, it has yeah. done me quite a lot of favours. Yeah. So, but... Yeah, but I think it's just that when you surround yourself with like-mindedness, you're then shocked that there are still people out there. Oh, who for are just... sure. Yeah, I mean uh, the the studio I go to, uh, who I teach at on a Monday Fringe in in Epping, that is just the community that's there is just beautiful. You know, like as a yoga teacher, when you're teaching, you, you make more money if you do your classes privately, obviously not rather than work in studio. But yeah. I don't care because when I'm there in that community, it makes me feel alive. You know, yeah, so as much yeah. as the people come to the class to do the Kundalini on a Monday, you know, I go there to see them as much, and it's lush. You know, everyone's yeah, it's just come out of there and you feel like oh, everything's good, oh, <laughs> life is good lovely. because everyone's yeah, you know, a good person. And I do, like, I do believe deep down that everyone is a good person. Yeah, I think people are hurt and yeah. angry at yeah. the wrong people for the wrong reasons yeah. because of that. Yeah, I don't think 
anyone's born well I mean obviously some people are born that are psychopaths but yeah yeah <laughs> you know I think most people all are conditioning are as we groups. go yeah yeah well we as children we get conditions and, and ancestral patterns of behavior we know that we become our parents you know or yes, in, yeah. in some ways you know <laughs> uh, it's just uh, I've got my mum's hips and yeah. knees coming <laughs> but you know <laughs> lovely as they are um you know um in that, I think we do. We just we don't even realise what, what what we're taking on and what yeah. we carry through yeah. ancestral lines, and beliefs that you have. Yeah, you've just always held on to. You've never questioned. Yeah. But then actually, when you get a bit older, you like. Yeah, actually. But then some yeah. people never do question. I mean, I, I left home around about sixteen, not because I didn't get on with my parents, but I left home. I had a boyfriend in. I left home, lived with his family in in Gloucestershire. Cause I'm oh, from wow, Cheltenham. Really? Yeah, so I, li- I left home quite early. Yeah, you know, I got great relationship with my family but just left home Where and just are you from here no from Cheltenham you're from Cheltenham yeah so I lived, yeah, all my family around that area so Cheltenham Worcester yeah. Gloucester and then I left home and then was with my boyfriend at the time and then you know always been a bit different you know I, I was um what's that program you know the family guy where it's got the dog in it you know, yeah, 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 you know the dog. Guy. Yeah, that. We know the dog in it. Brian, the dog who just never seems to be like he's from that family. Yeah, That's yeah, how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just felt like I weren't where what way. Is it is it yeah, just like not in not in the in that sort of yeah thing. Yeah. And um uh yeah, so I felt like I just kind of didn't belong there a bit in a in a good way. And then moved to London when I was twenty one and then saw the world in a different way. You know, you know, if you kind of meet people as stepping stones through your life, yeah. don't you, that help you see the world a different way. I had my boyfriend at the time, lived with his family in Hammersmith, and just, you know, his parents were like, well, they didn't own their own house. You know, it always been brought up to say that you have to, you have to work and you have to have a mortgage and, and this is what you do and you do your job whether you like it or not and then you die. You know, that's yeah. the life, you know. And when I moved to London, lived in Hammersmith, it's just like amazing. And they, they had this apartment that they... They rented, and I was like, "Wow! Like you own your, you know, you rent this amazing house." And they were vegetarians. I'd never met vegetarians before, and then just and, and the mum loved went to yoga, and that was the first person I ever met that went to yoga, and it was just another world. So I I liked that in the sense How that I was. How did you met him? So I worked. So I lived in Cheltenham, and I worked in a, a shop called Colt Clothing, which is now Superdry. So the the guys oh, then invented okay. Superdry. Yeah. So Colt Clothing was the store of the area and they had a shop in Birmingham and in Oxford and we worked in the three different stores, Cheltenham, Oxford, Birmingham, so we were about yeah. half an hour to get to. And then my boyfriend at the time worked in Massive Records, a music shop that was yes. in Oxford. Yes. Um, and then I met him and then he lived in London. He was travelling from Oxford to London every day to go to the store. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I know. And then, so, yeah, met him and then ended up moving to London um, and then he got me a job. My first job, actually, in London was working in a model agency as an agent. That was what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, so I worked there for a little bit. What agency? So I worked at Gavin's, first of all, that was in Burlington Street. Yeah. And then I worked at Boss Models, um, which I didn't like. I don't think they're going anymore, so... <laughs> um, and then, um, yeah, so Boss Models and then what happened from there. And then I was in that industry um, and then I didn't really like it. Were you a model? I did do modelling, yeah. yeah. So I did modelling at, um, I worked at NAFMAP when I was, yeah, oh, when I really? lived in Chatham, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then wow. I did my, some stuff for them and then little local agencies like fashion shows. I've always been tall, you know, so, yeah. so um, did things like that. And then, yeah, so when I worked in the model agencies, um, I just saw how the models were treated. They're like packs of peas. And I'm a very people person and to tell a girl that actually they've told you they said you're too big you know uh, like I can't do that yeah you know and see them starving themselves and yeah 
So I thought that's not the industry. I love the model industry. I love the fashion and everything like that. But I just, being an agent just wasn't the thing. Yeah. So then I ended up, ended up working in the music industry. My boyfriend at the time got me a job working at SRD Distribution. So if you remember, I mean, you know, music industry. So SRD was a big vinyl distribution company. Were they in the brewery in the end? I don't know if they went to the brewery. This was... Uh, I, I, I don't know, It, it was in... Um, Black, no, not Black Horse Race, Seven Sisters, that kind yes. of way. Yeah, so around there, it was great. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. So I did a lot of drum and bass. Yes. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, lots of things with vinyl distribution, and that was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Ended up working as studio manager for Hilton Grove, which was just the best. Where was that? So Hilton Grove, which was the best job ever, um, Guy Davis owns that, which is now, just the craziest thing, is East of Eden, the yoga studio oh really yeah east of eden it's now so my office which was the music studio is now the the yoga studio That's oh crazy. wow yeah so yeah um so yeah worked there and then worked in um yeah the as a studio manager that's kind of my <gasps> yeah so did you love it i loved it i loved working in music and yeah. i loved my boss um so i loved guy davis and i was just in touch with them and dave, uh, dave blackman who now owns Hilton Grove Mastering. Yeah. Just brilliant people, just sort of... Who did um, you used to have coming in the studio? So Dave had Coldplay in, so that's his famous thing. Oh, yeah. So he had, uh, <laughs> yeah, he had Coldplay and uh, their very first um, EP. Yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love Coldplay. I love Chris Martin. He's got a nice voice. <laughs> I know lots of people in the music industry joke, but I, li- I like him. He's all right. Uh, we were just talking about him, Conscious Company, weren't we? Yes, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so... Um, so they had Coldplay in, and t- they got Dave to sign their first EP. So he, he signed wow. it for them, but they didn't sign for him. So on his 40th birthday, his wife tracked down through the... I, should, I don't know how she did it, but tracked down Coldplay in some way, and they then signed something for him, oh. sent it to him. So how lush is that? Oh, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, so I see he is nice, Chris. Yeah, I'm sure he's very nice. <laughs> All his matching outfits. <laughs> So that's my journey. Yeah, and then the the yoga came in because work, as you know, music industry, working in the music industry, um, you get burnt out. Yeah. <laughs> did you party a lot, Kat? I did party a lot, yes, yeah. I'm an old raver, yeah. yeah. I what, so what, were you drum and bass? Yeah, drum and bass was my thing. Yeah, yeah. I love drum and bass. I still love drum and bass. Where did you yeah. used to go? So, oh gosh, uh, I don't know, I can't remember. Just like, oh, just like raves, um, fabric, but yeah... I, Fabric was good, but not one of my favourites. Um, I don't like fabric. No, that wasn't, no, it wasn't my favourite. Like, I, I, like I, I can't remember where the drum and bass thing. I'm trying to think where we used to Do go all the time. Bagley's? No. Bagley's I have been to. Yeah. But no, um, I'm trying to think where it was. Where was the big one on the corner? I'm trying to think. I can't remember what it was called. It was a big club on the corner. Why can't I remember the, the name? The End. Yeah. Yes, the end. Yeah. So yeah, we used to go to the end quite a lot. Yeah, yeah that was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then just go to raves yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been going to raves. So that's probably why I left home really. <laughs> so I go to more raves. Yeah. So yeah, from the age of about sixteen. Yeah. Well, did did you go to college? So yeah, I've been in and out of different things. I didn't go to university, but I went to um, college. I went to do A levels at college, and then I went to do um, art and design. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so, then, but when you, so you left home at 16. Yeah. So that was when you were starting college. Yeah, so, ish. well, yeah, so I was at college and then I left college and then I was, at the time I was working in cock clothing as well. On, okay. 
And then I was working at Cold Clothing full time. Yeah. And then I moved to London at 21. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was still at home. When I lived, left at home at 16, I was still living in yeah, yeah, Gloucester, yeah. Cheltenham. Yeah. Yeah. And then moved up. Yeah. So then I was with so with my first boyfriend. And then, so when I was around about that time, when I was about 22, so I was only with my, um, Mark for about a year. And then I met Spencer working in the, in the, same, in the same company. So oh, we worked wow. in the music industry together. He was doing the artwork. Yeah. All independent. So we were, uh, I've, I never liked major record labels. Yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. worked at a major. It's always been independent. Much to now, at the age of 45, like, why didn't I work for a major? There's <laughs> <laughs> you know. bloody money in it now. No, I know. All my mates yeah. worked at EMI. Um, and that all, I mean, it's not even EMI anymore. The building that was... Yeah. EMI's yeah, yeah, yeah. Sony, I think now. Yeah. Like that whole thing, everything, I mean, it just all went tits up, didn't it? Yeah. But I was very rooted in the independent yeah. route, you know. It's it a lot is. more relaxed. Yeah. It was great. And, and I it's love... for the music, it's not for the money. Yeah. What I mean, exactly. It's for the money, but it's definitely more for Yeah, the everyone artists. trying to just, you know, yeah. liggers and blaggers, I think was the name we used to call. Yeah. yeah. And I love the music industry because everyone was honest. In the sense that, in in the way that they, you knew who was going to rip you off, so they'd be honest about it. They were like, yeah. "I'm coming to get those records. I haven't got the money to pay you. I will pay you." Da 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 da. And you know, on the you know, and it was just the way the industry moved. Yeah. You know, but in the yoga world, <laughs> you get what you you know, you get the same. I've noticed the same sort of difference. It's not all love and light. Sometimes you do get people that, that will yeah. rip you off. You know. <laughs> it's so not how did same. you get to the yoga then? So. Did you start going to yoga with your boyfriend's mum? No, she just showed me. She just sort of opened my eyes to the fact that it was for anyone could go. Yeah. You know, I, I had always thought, you know, it wasn't in my, I don't know, just wasn't for someone like me that could just go to a yoga class where you had to maybe be rich or maybe really old or whatever. I don't know, you know, just not, <laughs> not, like, a, not like a thing. You know, I, I was amazed by when she showed me what she was doing. You know, yeah. she was like, it, she was just really nice, you know. And the way she just sees the world in a different way. Um, and so, yeah, working in the music industry, and then I started to get a bit burnt. So then I think Jerry Halliwell started to do yoga, and I'd seen, like, Madonna oh, yeah. doing sort of, sort of, like, you know, the, the Ashtanga sort of thing. Oh, I'll give that a try. It looks yeah. all right. Bendy, da 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 And I sort of, you know, bought a DVD, started doing it at home. Doing it. I thought, okay. And then it started to take a nice smoke at the time as well. And it just used to sort of, never been a big drinker, but smoke, you know, and it just kind of, like, started to take over. I thought, oh, actually, I want to do that again. Yeah, and I never really liked exercise as much, you know, really yeah. like, like being a big exerciser. But the yoga thing, it was always on my mind. I want to do more. And then I started doing it by myself without the video. I was doing little bits. And then, and then I started getting interested in Reiki. And then everything started to change from there. I did yeah. my Reiki training. That was the first sort of training I did. Then I started going to this really great guy, Michael Chiswick in Lawson. Um, yeah, and then it just sort of snowballed. But then and he was like, he's like, you should become a teacher. So then... I the British Wheel, went all down the British Wheel, and then... How, where did you do your training? So I started with the British Wheel of Yoga, and at that time, when I did my training, so a really long time ago, um, you had to do foundation courses first, so you couldn't just go straight in like you can now, do teach training, blah, 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 like yoga campus, whatever they do, like, you know, 12 months, you're a yoga teacher, six months, you had to do these oh, foundations. Really? No, 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 you had to, yeah, you had to go foundations no, first. Well. Now. you can do some yoga Yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah, that quickly, yeah. You can so do, you've you, got to you learn can... all about the body and everything. Yeah, you do, yeah, you have to, you you should, yeah. And and you can do courses in India for like two weeks and all of a sudden you're, you can just do, you what? could do, you could do, uh, yeah, there's so many things around that you actually, to be honest, you don't actually need 
to do a training course, which is which is weird. You know, you have to. People don't ask. No one asks me where I'm trained for, really, apart from another yoga teacher. So people come to my class and they haven't got any idea that I could be just teaching stuff I've made up, and that does happen. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, it does happen. I know, I know people. I know people out there now just doing. You know, and and also people come to my class on Monday. I do have to say things like I haven't just made this up because they look at me like I'm a, <laughs> like you I'm can a crank. Imagine though, the, I yeah. mean, it would be terrible, but it would be quite funny. Yeah, I'm just such you no know, yoga teacher and just yeah. Imagine women in their coffee shops saying, "Well, do you think I'm that pose where you?" Yeah, but Pete, they yeah. jump half an hour. Yeah, <laughs> that's everyone's favourite one. Favorite <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like lying down one. Oh my god! Yeah, so you had to go real track, and this is where things started to turn for me a little bit because when I went, when I did my training at British Wheel, I didn't like it. Really, that it's just they kind of they kind of take you. Well, I'm if anyone's listened to this, knows the British Wheel. Obviously, some British Wheel are great, but it was just like strip the fun out of it. Was it all quite serious and British? Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Almost like like a school teacher, like in like yeah. a school, you know, like. Where is it in town? Um, in British Will, well, they do it all over the place. Whoever's oh, okay. taking the course, they do it in their area, but it's regional, yeah. yeah. And they've appointed themselves as the governing body of yoga. Appointed themselves. Yeah, governing body of yoga, <laughs> yeah. which got everyone's backs up, you know. Um, and as so, and as soon as somebody becomes um, the authority of something, going back to the music industry, somebody's authority. I want to go to the independence. So I, don't, I don't know. It's stupid yeah. for me, but I was just like, no, I don't like it. So it annoys me. Um, so I did two years with them. So then I've already done in now now's term a teacher training because I've done two years with them, and then um, I I did another teacher training. Is that full time? No, that's you do it. Um, on weekends okay yeah do it weekends and you've got to keep a journal of your own practice and then i finished my 200 hours with a british school of yoga and then i did yoga therapy um i went on to do pregnancy with tara lee um uma dinsmore tuli who's amazing yoni shakti i've done loads of training with her well woman then i assisted tara lee pregnancy and i was doing all these things um and then i had grace my first daughter because uh, i started teaching I was like, oh, I've done this training. I paid all this money. Yeah. And then I started teaching. I was like, oh, no, I don't actually know if I like it. <laughs> I tell oh, my husband, really? I, like, oh, I don't oh, know if why? I, <clears throat> I wasn't sure. And I was still working in the music industry at the time. And I was doing like lunchtime classes and oh, stuff. Okay. I was like, I don't know if I like it. Um, but, you know, keep it going. And I was like, it just, something wasn't fitting for me yeah. at the time. It was something was jarring with me. And then I got pregnant with Grace. And I started doing pregnancy yoga. I was like, this is it. Right, this is, okay. A lot of teachers are frightened to teach pregnancy, but I was like, "This is it. This is what yeah. I love." Um, so yeah, I was teaching pregnancy Grace, and you know, used things when I went to birth her. Um, I, I wasn't doing Kundalini at that time. I was a Hatha yoga teacher, um, yeah. and then used the breathing. But again, it, the, her birth was fine. It was like fifteen hours start to finish. It was fine, but I struggled. Yeah. And I, it wasn't as easy as what I thought it was going to be. I just thought, I'm a yoga teacher. I'm going to breathe. I'm going to breathe her out. And it's going to be amazing. And, uh, you know, I know what I'm doing. And then it was like, oh, actually, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it didn't go, you know, it, as smoothly as I wanted. And then went back to work after having her. Um, and then started doing kundalini yoga. So then I find my finds. So what is kundalini yoga so kundalini yoga is they they call it the the queen of yoga so you get it's like a fast track to fast track to enlightenment um there's nothing like it and we do kriyas which are cleansing practices or kriyas are actions so um 
removing blockages within the body and the subconscious mind, things like we're talking about, the ancestral patterns, the patterns of behaviour, the yes. things of fear responses, everything that we've learned and we've seen on TV in relation to birth, for example, you know, things that we're taught, you know, and listened to yeah. as we grow up. It's, we all store it somewhere, even if we don't even know. Yeah. Things like watching friends with someone screaming their head off having a baby, Rachel, you know, yeah. storing it in your mind. That's what yeah. you think about at birth. So things Kundalini, we use the careers and the actions to remove that from the body kundalini is a, a, a coiled serpent at the base of your spine and we awaken the kundalini and then using the seven chakras works through the body and yeah yeah extends us into enlightenment oh, that's, that's the nice. key yeah so the chakras have to be in balance for us to be in balance yeah and it's and i found my finds um whilst pregnant with beatrix this goddess in white on body imbalance tv Can, do you ever remember having the tv no. thing but yes yeah, so, i and it, I, she blew my mind. I was like, who is this? I need to meet her. I love her. <laughs> and uh, so then through the whole pregnancy, just found everything I could on my finds, everything on Kundalini, started doing Kundalini with Beatrix the whole time. Yeah. Put together my lovely yoga method during that time, which is what I teach now. Yeah. And then her birth, um, three hours start to finish, used my whole careers, my mantras, everything sat now, sat now, sat now, truth is her name, you know, just used those, the morning prayers, and uh, it was amazing, I loved it, the whole experience, yeah. Wow! Yeah, and I'm so passionate about it, and I keep it in my heart, Yeah. you know, because, and that that's why I've taught hundreds and hundreds of women over the last, you know, 14 years, but especially since I've had B, so 10, 11 years with this method. And it's still there, you know. Yeah, I love it. It's wow. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. so lovely. Yeah, because it just is so powerful. And it, and it is the, the kundalini is, is the key, 100%. So yeah. how, did you, how did you learn about it? So the, the kundalini yoga. Yeah. So then I started to contact Maya Fines and I started to train with her. So then this is, you know, from going from seeing this goddess in white on the TV, I then contact, got in contact with her, I started going to all of her workshops, I then become her assistant and then trained in Kundalini Yoga with her, so now I'm, I'm fully obviously trained in Kundalini yeah. anyway. Um, yeah, and just they started to assist my favourite teachers, as I said, like Tara Lee, um, I trained with her as well. Um, and yeah, but Maya has the, the biggest impact on my life yeah. yeah, and her trainings and her teachings. And that's what I'm training, Kunda Dance, which I do the ecstatic dancing. Uh, What's that? Um, so El Kundadas is another level. So this is where everything comes full back circles. I think all of the trainings that you learn through your life, even though you're not, you might not necessarily use it at one time, it comes back full circles. Yeah. So now the music industry is now seeping back into my teaching because I'm doing Kunda dance and we do ecstatic dance, um, which is my class I teach on a Monday, or, or I do workshops as well. And um, I just play music that I love. And we go through the seven chakras. This is Maya's teaching, but I use my own music now. Um, what are the seven chakras? So we have, so we start um, for women in the neck of the cervix or the perineum for a man, but if yeah. I only teach women. So I say in the neck of the cervix, we have our grounding, our roots, so muladhara. So we have the colour red and I vision, let's do it now. So sit here, sit okay. here, you're going to balance yeah. your chakras. <laughs> this is good. All right, so sit, so however you're comfortable and then just close your eyes. Yeah. And I want you to concentrate on the neck of your cervix and visualize the color red. So imagine it as a ball of energy starting to spin, giving you security, stability, grounding you, rooting you down towards the earth. 
and then move up to the top of the womb or the womb space and we'll visualize the color orange. So again, an orange spinning wheel of energy, balancing the womb, the ovaries. This is your creativity center, softening the lower back. And imagine now the color orange almost um, turning into a water orange. So allow that water energy to now flow around the whole of your hips, your pelvis, softening your lower back. Moving up to the navel center, visualize the color yellow. So a yellow spinning wheel of energy. Removing any fears, any anxieties. I want you to visualize the color yellow as a vibrant sun, a vibrant sun in your belly center, giving you back your willpower, your fight for life. Move up to your heart center, visualize the color green. Just become aware of the colour green in the heart centre. Is it a vibrant green, a murky green? Just become aware of the colour green. And it's a good indication of how you're applying your self-care. So we're looking for the vibrant green. But if it's murky, perhaps you need to think about who you're letting in your life, energies that you're giving out to others. So allow the heart centre to be open to give and receive love in equal measures. Move up to the throat centre. Visualise crystal clear blue water in the throat centre giving you the voice to speak up, to speak your truths with kindness. Muscles of the face soft, cheeks, the jaw, tongue loose in the mouth. And the center of the eyebrows, the jidakash, visualize the color indigo. Indigo light coming from the eyebrow center, your intuition. I want you to repeat there a positive affirmation, a positive sankalpa about yourself. Make yourself a promise. And then visualize from the crown of the head a clear white light bathing the whole of your body. The whole body relaxed. The whole body relaxed. And then bring yourself back to center. <laughs> so oh, that's so nice. So it's easy to do on a daily basis. You just have to visualize the colors before you go to bed. Yeah, so they're your, your energy centers. So we have lots more chakras running through the body, but these are your seven main chakras. We have a, we have a higher one as well, but if you stay to, the, to start off, seven main ones, yeah? We need to rebalance them every day, so that's not, this will last you a day and then yeah. do it every day. So yeah. Well, I love all this. Yeah, me too. It's lush. It makes yeah. me feel all nice. Yeah. And it's nice that, that kids are getting into crystals and stuff now. I know that like, a lot of the teenagers That's are starting. Yeah, exactly. They're starting to get into positive affirmations, crystals, yeah. you know. And I think you have to watch it a bit with the witchy stuff because it can cross over to, you know, finding about spells and stuff like that, you know, burning stuff in the house. I said to my girls, like, okay, but they're not the witchy stuff. Just stay with the crystals, you know. I don't want any, like, spells being cast and stuff. Like, But, yeah, that kind of thing with the crystals is beautiful, you know. I've got into affirmations, so I'm getting coached, and a lot of it is about affirmations. And I'm very, I love all this stuff, but I still have got a sceptical, but I'm just like, I'm not hurting anyone by yeah. doing this. Yeah. If it works, brilliant. Yeah, that's If exactly. it doesn't, yeah. what have I lost? Yeah. That's how, I, do you know what I mean? But yeah. I do definitely think that it does work. And I do, yeah. I have been kind of telling the girls, not, um... They're quite sarcastic. Sorry, I'm just going to let me catch. Um, I don't know where they get that from, but they are a bit sarcastic. But I am a bit like, no, come on. Like, like tell them you've got a lovely 
yeah. yourself and yeah. tell them how beautiful they are all the time. And, yeah, 100%. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think, yeah. you know, you're right with cats, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's quite good. Hi, cat. And we have to do it ourselves as well. It has to come yes. from us, you know. Yes. So, um, yeah, there's plenty of things I could pick holes in myself all the time. You know, I've put on a stone yeah. over COVID, you know, all these things, you know. You, you can just list all these things, but it's not going to get you anywhere and it just brings yeah. you into a cycle and you yeah. have to... You stay with the heart centre and, and tell yourself you're sorry for all the things that you said about yourself yeah. and how much, you know, you're going to look after yourself and all these things, you know, to bring it back home. We can buy ourselves all these, you know, lotions and potions and buy, you know, go on yeah. diets and run, whatever it is, you know. Yeah. But if the core element of the fact that we don't love ourselves, yeah. it's, then there's, it's a lost cause, you know, yeah. there's no point. Yeah. But yeah, the kids the kids know it. You know, if you're picking yes. holes in yourself, um, well, they mirror you, don't they? They so, do. Yeah. It, you know, if you're looking in the mirror, looking at yourself, criticizing yourself, or mm. you know, then they're going to do that with themselves. So yeah. you have to be like, I look amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I, I try and do it a lot. You know, they. You know, I am fairly confident. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do try and well, do that a lot. Model of cat. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I might have to go out. So yeah. <laughs> Classic thing. Yeah. A little bit more, but yeah, I know it's it's um. You know, it's, I, I try and, and tell them how amazing they are yeah. all the time and stuff, so, with my kids. And, yeah, I, I mean, I used to teach, as you know, the kids yoga, I used to do that with yes, the yoga cats, I used to see, that's how, how we met. Yeah, other, yeah, yeah, for the did. yoga cats, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's taken a bit of a sideline so now. How did you I get can't... into doing the kids yoga? So, yeah, the kids yoga, so that kind of had a, a follow-on from doing the pregnancy yoga as well. So I did, when actually, when I was pregnant with Grace, I went and did the training, Calm for Kids training. Right. Um, and then everything, I kind of just want to make my own so I'm not really into franchises or you yeah. know following other people's path. I want to do my own thing. Yeah. Um. So I get the training, take what I need from it, and then expand it in my own way. Yeah. Um. And so I started Yoga Cats and teaching the kids, and it, it was amazing. You know, teaching yeah. the kids, and I taught them every Saturday. And again, I didn't really make any money from it. It was just the fact, you know, obviously you're gonna pay the rent, do the thing. Yeah. But um, for the studio, um, but I just loved it. Teaching kids is amazing. It's yeah. taken a bit of a sideline at the minute because I just can't do everything yeah to keep it all up in the air you know when did it start when did it come full time for the yoga yes yeah. so when i had beatrix um i was still working for dave at the studio and he decided to move the studio from walthamstow um right the way out into deeper essex and i was living in woodford at the time and he said you know you can you can come back oh, i have a great relationship with him he's one of my really good friends he's like you can come back well i don't really want to pay you to go on the internet anymore yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> And, uh, you know, so, um, but it is, yeah, it's funny. So, yeah, and just I was like, well, this is a really good opportunity for me now to start this for my business, you know. Yeah. You know, I, I haven't really got a job to go back to and I'm going to just give it a try. So then I did. I set the pregnancy yoga up and the yoga cats at the same time and did my method. I thought, I'm just going to use the method. I, I used the book Artist Way as well, which is a great book, um, which is, gets you to write down morning pages. Because the reason you stop going forward with things is because the fear response comes in. It's like, oh, who am yeah. I to do this one? I yeah. You know, you start second guessing yourself. So I started doing the morning pages, which again, which is what Dave, my boss, had told me about. That's how I got into doing the Artist Way. What is that book way. then? Is it like how to start your own business? Yeah, but it, it's... It sounds like it's just for artists, but it's for anybody who just wants to move life forward. And yeah. you just keep a journal um, 
where you write down all this nonsense in your head. So you just yeah. go to your pages and you just write stuff. And if you, even if you start off, I've got nothing to write, this is crap. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the pen just starts to work. And obviously you're bringing yeah. stuff up that someone picked on you at school when you were five. Yeah. Uh, you, do you know what I mean? Something yeah, that comes yeah. out and you end up getting rid of all this stuff that stops you from concentrating. And then before you know it, like magic, whatever project you're working on comes to life. And that's exactly yeah. how it happened for me. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. And then, yeah, that's what. And so the method was born. I started teaching. And at first, because I was using the Kundalini, and people come into my class and I was using sounds and mantras like Satin Amster and people, you know, I had, a, at first I was doubting myself, I was people are not going to like this. And a few people didn't, they thought it was weird. And, you know, a couple of my friends come to class and they were like, yeah, it's really good, you know, but, you know, other people were like, yeah, I might come back next week, it might not. And, you know, and, uh, and then I think I just had to build my own confidence and think, no, yeah. what I'm teaching is the right thing. And I have stayed with that. And then I then was working at a place called the Zen Studios. I met a, another teacher there called Karen Yogaflower, who's one of my really good friends now. She was teaching there and I was teaching at the same time. Who actually, she was from the music industry as well. So, yeah. Um, she's now got back to the music industry, actually. So, yeah, so she's working for a major. Um, and then Baba Boom then wanted me to come and work for them, which was the baby shop in Loughton. Yeah. So then I, yeah, so then I started working over there and my classes um, consistently fall every time, every week, for 11 years. Wow. Yeah, or however long I was there. Yeah, so a bit longer, bit, a bit less, sorry, nine years. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and I, I just, I think the difference is, it's not necessarily about having your classes full. I think the difference is, it's not just a class that they go to, uh, that when the people come, pregnant people come to the class, it's, it's a community and, it, and I yeah. care about them. And I yeah. and I worry about them, and I and I and it, and I think it's it's not necessarily people when pregnant people come to a class, they can be coming from like high flying jobs up in the city, and they're they're all right with the, you know they've got everything they've got everything, and all yeah. of a sudden they become vulnerable yeah. when you're pregnant. You yeah. become oh everything's changing, and and I think that they need support. And going back to what you say about Boris Johnson, I and mean, we're running the country at the moment with the state of the maternity services yeah. and the birthing world you know and what yeah. they're doing to you know couples and and separating people when people yeah. can go to football or go to the yeah. you know the commons or wherever yeah. they're going and 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 all around but you can't have the support of your partner there yeah. or a doula you yeah. know with you when you go to birth your baby in a hospital and you're separated i mean how how mad is that are they still doing that um it's uh, there's different policies you know it, policies are changing in all different hospitals now that you can ha you can but there was a time you know through yeah. the COVID, yeah, through yeah, COVID yeah. You know, full-on covid yeah. where, where you, you couldn't and this yeah. is causing birth trauma yeah yeah you know and the cesarean rates to go up and yeah you know and and just so yeah this is this is where my love is you know i only teach you know uh women or those of who identify them as a, themselves as a woman um in my classes because that's where my heart is, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. So moving on now from what I'm doing is the love yoga teacher yes. training. So yeah. yes. That's where we're ending at, you know, and that's where I'm at. So yeah, my the pinnacle of my whole thing so what is coming it? together. So everything that I've learned over this my my twenty two year journey, but you know, teaching for fourteen yeah. is all in this one teacher training. Yeah, and and I and I'm giving everything I have. I feel like now I'm passing the baton yeah. on. I'll still teach, but I want my method to be taught because there's so many CPDs that are coming up, you know, like learn pregnancy yoga in 
you know, a day or learn pregnancy yoga in, you know, a weekend or whatever. Yeah. And we're doing a disservice again, once more, to pregnant people. I think yeah. you know they need they need the proper everything. Yeah. You know, um, so with my training, not only will you learn my method, which is the, the method that I use all the time. Um, I've got guest speakers coming in. Um, you know, so I've got a doula, um, Naomi, who's like a birth warrior. I've got uh, the celebrity midwife, Becky Elliott, who owns Baba Boom Store. Right. Shelley, who's always with me, who's done also trained virtually, but she's always with me when I do my women's retreats. Um, she's there, Rachel, who you know as well. So yes. yeah, massage yeah. therapist. She's going to be teaching baby, uh, baby massage, sorry, on the course. I've got Alice, who does Ayurveda, so how to use Ayurveda in pregnancy and yep. postnatal. Um, Zoe, who's the mummy MOT, so she's going to be doing that, and Sim doing the anatomy. So all together, we've got this amazing team. So wow. yeah. And I want it to be cost cost effective. Yeah. And I want to include everything so that the people that come on my training have a career straight away. So they haven't yeah. got to pay, you know. So it's it's for everyone. It's inclusive, because teacher training can be a bit like okay, well you give me three grand, and then ne and then next year you've got to do a CPD to get the next bit. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. you've got so when I started training, first of all, my husband was like, this this sounds like a pyramid scheme. Sounds like a pyramid scheme. You've got to start year one, year two, and then you've got to do training. It was like it's, you know, I'm not I'm not saying Bridgeville is a pyramid, you know, pyramid scheme or any cheat yeah. training, but it does seem like there's a carrot being dangled, yeah. you know, in this um, in this industry, and I will, I, I want to say no. That's, you know, I want to make it affordable for single parents or uh, you know, yeah. anyone who's on a low income that they can have a career. So how long is it? So we're doing it over. Um, so it so it will take over six weekends. We're doing the training, so yeah. you have to do it over six weekends, and so it's going to be a fifty hour, and you have to um, perform at the end. <laughs> Say perform, but you have to make sure that you understand the whole of the method, yeah. and you'll be nurtured and you'll be looked after the whole way through. And it's not um, as I say a franchise, but hopefully the people will recognise that they've been trained under the Love Yoga Birthing Method, and. Um, obviously call it what they like but then go yeah. off and, and and teach that in the compass of, of what we have discussed of the training so yeah. it's not like they can go out and say like um they're a yoga teacher um teaching normal yoga classes they would only be able to teach pregnancy yoga under my method only so someone who's got no experience at all could do it and if they have a strong practice so they have to know right, about yoga okay. already so they would okay. have to have some kind of strong practice and they would have to have a reference to say that they have done yoga before yeah yeah um but ideally they would either be already in the industry or they would be a doula or they would be a midwife so everyone okay. that's signed up to the training first my first training now that i'm doing um i've got pilates teachers i've got postnatal um pre-postnatal uh, gym instructor who's also doing her teacher training i've got two yoga teachers um and who's my other one i've got um who's already a hypnobirthing teacher right so, yeah so, yeah. so they've got some they have know, some kind of background yeah. in the training yeah in some kind of training so yeah it's good it's oh, amazing so i'm really excited about it yeah so do you does it run all the time or do you just do it in certain is it like a so yeah, I'm hopefully this is going to really take off, and then I'm going to do the first one in Thaden Boys. I'm going to do the first one at home, and then I'm going to expand it out into studios and do it on a bigger scale. But the first one I wanted to do, I wanted to keep it fairly small and yeah. intimate. Wow. Iron out any issues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when is it happening? The first one is happening in January 2022. 
Okay. And then we've got, yeah, so January, two in two sessions in uh, February and one in March. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cough. No COVID. <laughs> that. Yeah, I know. Everyone's like, I'm going to cough. Yeah. I'm going to cough. Oh, wow. And then hopefully do another one or two later on in the year as well. Yeah. Mm. And how many people can do it? What, at, at one time? Yeah. Well, I mean... I don't want to make it too massive because I know some big um, studios, London studios, you know, have up to like 40 students as well at one time. Oh, it's, wow. I mean, obviously, it's amazing for income, but I think you have to think of the ratio of what they're actually learning. And when you're in a larger group, some people don't like to talk. And I think that's really yes. important yeah, to hear what true. they have to say. Yeah. So if I was to do training, I'd probably, if I was to expand it, which hopefully I'm going to expand it, I probably want to keep it to about 20 would be my maximum. So yeah. everybody feels that they're confident enough to speak up and be heard so That's do important. you only teach pregnancy yoga now no i only teach women so i everything that i do is is around um conception perimenopause menopause postmenopause. um yeah yeah that's that's where my my heart is i work around um the womb or the womb space i do closing of the bones as well which oh, is yeah, so um, what's that so i use the rebozo so i it's so the, the rebozo is um, is um, using a Mexican Mexican tradition. So every rebozo, it's like a like a, a woven scarf. Every rebozo that I have comes from Mexico. But the um, yeah, so the anyway, the so the the rebozos come from the Mexican tradition. You have to make sure that you are um, keeping within the tradition that you're not just saying that you're doing that and you're not properly trained. So yes. I, the pe- the people that I am trained for will be using the rebozo. Sophie Messages, she's been trained by um, a midwife from. Mexico, yeah, um, who who passes on the tradition, yeah. So the closing of the bones, or you can call it postnatal hip wrapping or hip wrapping for any stage of a woman's life, yeah. So what I do with the closing of the bones is I just again use it in my own way. Um, if I'm using it for someone who is grieving or is in the stages of a change in their life, so menopause, perimenopause, or even for a girl that started their periods. Um, I would do a wound massage first of all, so external wound massage, um, and just to um, relieve any trauma or any tension that they're holding into the area around the hips. We do hip um, movements all the way around through the lower back as well. So the, there is a physical element to it yeah. um, as well as spiritual. I start to rock and wrap the hips up really, really tightly. Um, I use a stick for mine to make sure that the hips are super tight. I wrap yeah. the whole of the body up. I do a head and a face massage. I then do crystal healing and Reiki. And then I finish with sound. Some people sing, some people use drum. I do some of that with the drumming and with the sound healing. And then when you finish, when you open out after being wrapped up so tight, um, you feel rebirthed. It is beautiful. It's yeah. such a beautiful ceremony. Yeah, so I hold that really close to my heart as well. I love doing the closing of the bones. Yeah. Oh, that sounds yes, lovely. I have to do one for you. It is yep, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting yep. you on a, sit on a spiritual tip. You're like, yeah. Yeah, it is amazing. So, yeah, I do that a lot for postnatal ladies as well. Yeah. 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 When did you start doing that? So, yeah, it, it, again, it's all interwoven over the last however many years I've been doing it. So, over yeah. the last sort of 14 years, I just pick up these things as I go along the way. Sophie Messenger is just amazing in the whole birth world. I suggest anyone trains with her if they're looking to work in the birth community. Um, yeah, just his training with her and just picked up and every every training that she does, I just do one and one more. So we just did the um, the mother's blessing training, 
which is like the women's circles that I do anyway, but she was doing her um, mother's blessing one, so we just did that. That's beautiful. It's like a, like a for an alternative baby shower. Oh, okay. Yeah, so really nice. Yeah, all these things that, yeah, living in an alternative world. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I'm an alternative girl. <laughs> <laughs> so where are you working then? You're, you are around here, aren't you, really? Like yeah, London, all around the area, Essex. really. So, yeah, yeah, West Essex kind of area, Essex kind of area. So London. people want to come to your classes? Yeah, working at Fringe and Epping. I do stuff with Air Yoga in South Woodford. Um, yeah. I do my own things. I do private events, women's circles. Um, I, I've got a studio at my home now, Thalen Boys. Oh, have you? So, yeah, a little studio in my garden. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's all good, yeah. It's all on the tube, isn't it? Yeah, all on the so tube, on Central hard. Line, here, yeah. there and everywhere, yeah, but... And yeah. how do people find you? Love You Yoga. So love you, letter you, yoga on Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, everywhere. Well, I'll post links to everything, Thank obviously. you. Yeah. And I hope the first course goes well. Thank you very much. Have you got yes. spaces left if people want to... I've got one space on the first one. If anyone <gasps> wants to join, that would be amazing. Or join the wait list or then um, be on yeah. board for the next one. Yeah. Oh, it's so Thank you so much. Well, thank You're letting you so me much. just gabble so much. <laughs> <laughs> that was thank you. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi. Wasn't that lovely? Love cat. I've posted links to her, so if you are local, um, then you should definitely check out her yoga classes because they're wonderful. Um, and what else was I going to say? Epic Mum Chat, there is a new episode, Catching the Liar. Our last episode was about um, you not having to like your ex-partner even though you share children. And that one's gone down really well. I think that's resonated with a lot of people. But this one is about when you're in a relationship with someone who is lying to you and you know that they're lying to you, but you can't prove it. And about how you deal with that. And it's good. It's We cut it into two because it was quite long. So you can kind of, if you haven't got time to sit and watch the whole thing, you can watch it in two parts. Um, but they've both come out. Epic Mum Chat on YouTube. Please, if you have any guest recommendations or topics you'd like to suggest, get in touch um, for the podcast and for the Epic Mum Chat if there's anything you'd like to talk about in there. I hope you're good. Work. I hope you're well. I've just had my booster. I'm hoping Work. that I'm okay. <laughs> I feel a bit Work. spaced out. Um, anyway, big love to you. Work. Stay safe and sane, and I'll see you next week. Take care. Bye. Hello? Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.